This Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carney. You continue to act as if you are above the law, and you are not. This is Central Nebraska's most listened to all sports radio station. Don't come sauntering in there at 740 thinking nope. you're going to find a seat. Uh, don't, don't be that person. What, what? Well, I've been to every game and this is my seat now. For 1460 KXPN and 1550 KICS, you're listening to Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. There should just be a button. Bang, there's Big Poppy. Bang, there's Big Poppy. Hitting tennis balls. I got the deuces with the booyah, baby. You are uh, worldly. You have knowledge. I'm going to give you some inside information on this deal. The number one Billboard song of 1961. I mean, I have no idea on that. It's time for the Tri-C's number one sports show. You're listening to the Doug and Daddy Show. Making sense is not in their big book. If I got a dozen eggs, bring them all. <laughs> all 12 of them. You scrambled them. That's a dozen eggs. Oh, let me tell you about the Jimmy Langan. Oh, Jimmy. Now coming to you live from the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth, need a vehicle, thinkmidway.com. They talk so much during games, it gives me a headache. No one could pick what you wanted. She was in charge. Everybody got a vanilla. You offend me, you communist. I'll tell you one thing right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's cold outside. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm in charge here. It's time for the Doug and Daddy Show. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Doug and Daddy Show, right smack dab in the middle of this first month of 2018. Doug Duda, Jim Langan with you on today's program. Coming up in our Loper link, we'll be talking with the athletic director at the University of Nebraska at Kearney, Dr. Paul Plinsky. Then later on in the program, we'll be talking with the head boys basketball coach at Boys Town and Tom Crable. A couple of reasons. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Centennial Conference Tournament that gets underway next week, but this Saturday is the Nebraska Prep Classic down at uh, Ralston Arena, and there will be teams from uh, Iowa and uh, out from Denver, and Nebraska teams, including Kearney Catholics boys, will all be competing in uh, the activities coming up Saturday, beginning at 10 a.m. in the morning with the last game at Denver East, taking on Bellevue West at 8.30. Denver East has uh, Colorado's Dalen Counts, he signed to play with the uh, with the Buffaloes, averages about 26.5 points uh, per ball game last season and averaging about 23 points per ball game this season. We'll talk about all that that's going on with uh, Tom Crable on today's Doug and Daddy show. So uh, that's what we've got rolling your way. Uh, the Nebraska women picking up a nice win over 20th-ranked Iowa last night. It is Nebraska's first win over a top 25 team under Coach Amy Williams. So quickly getting some things checked off the list. Yeah, no kidding. And good win for them after that tough loss they had last time when they had that controversial uh, foul call. So uh, Nebraska women will go to Rutgers and play the 25th ranked team in the country Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Nebraska men play Michigan, the 23rd ranked team in the country tomorrow at home. And tonight Creighton uh, tries to get a nice win when they take on number 19 Seton Hall, which is going on there at CenturyLink Center. Yeah, both teams have huge games. Nebraska's, you know, that's maybe a make or break as far as what they need to get done and get a signature win. So that'll be uh, what, what they've got uh, going on there. So we'll see how things play out. Nebraska also gets another uh, commit, uh, this time from a high school senior that the Huskers had been uh, going after. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And maybe a surprise to some, but uh, the Heisman Trophy runner-up, Bryce Love, who broke Stanford's rushing record with over 2,100 yards last season, is going to return for his senior season. Kind of surprises me. Most guys that are that close and maybe that high of a draft pick seem to go right now. But, uh, you know, he's going to go back. 
Well, that is what uh, is on the headlines today, and we are ready for our Wednesday Loper Link as the second semester is underway. We welcome into the Doug and Daddy Show the athletic director for the University of Nebraska at Kearney, Dr. Paul Plitsky, who's busy and in the middle of some meetings. Uh, Paul, thanks for giving us some time, and Happy New Year to you. Oh, Happy New Year to you, Doug and Jim. Hope you guys are doing well in this uh, nice, brisk morning, <laughs> but uh, happy to be with you guys. Well, tell us and tell the listeners uh, what you're in the middle of right now. Well, I'm uh, currently in Indianapolis at the uh, NCAA convention, and this is our annual meeting that we have. And, you know, all 308 Division II institutions, along with the Division One and Division Three counterparts, get together. And this year happens to be in uh, Indianapolis, where it's, it's a brisk five degrees, but... Uh, <laughs> We've got a lot of fun sessions in, in store, um, and in addition to, to voting on NCA legislation, we're also going to have some major conversations within the MIAA with our uh, fellow athletic directors and, and uh, the conference office, along with the uh, chancellors and presidents. So it should be a, a fun-filled week of, of uh, lots of activities. You know, Paul, a couple of years ago, the, the concussion was so important for high school activity directors and also the NCAA talking about concussion and athletes and what they were going to do. What is the topic now? Is there a, uh, an injury topic now that they're talking about? Well, they're still uh, hot on the topic of concussion and specifically the protocol that's followed when, when in, individuals get injured. And as you know, it, it, it happens most often in the sport of football and you know, in our situation at Nebraska Kearney, I'm, we're really fortunate to have an outstanding staff and Bill Murphy, Roy Stutz, and, and Whitney Ryan, and, and our collaboration with New West Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and then also our team doctor, Brad Rogers, uh, do an excellent job of, of monitoring our student-athletes when they go through injuries, and, and particularly when it comes to concussions. But this year, we're spending a lot of time talking about the injury surveillance system that's in place. And, uh, you know, you see it in Division One, where there'll be neutral spotters that will watch the games and will make decisions on whether or not players should return to play. But within Division Two and Three, there, there isn't such a, an opportunity. And so for us, these, this injury surveillance uh, discussion will become a hot topic for us because the safety and well-being of our student-athletes is of utmost concern and importance. And so that's obviously an area that will be front and center. And, you know, it's no secret the MIAA and NCAA Division II is, is in a civil lawsuit right now, and we're in the middle of, of waiting to hear, you know, in the next 12 months to, to 19 months what uh, what that litigation will come to. But uh, it's an important factor, not only because of litigation, but also because of the safety and well-being of our student-athletes. Talking with UNK Athletic Director Dr. Paul Plinsky here on our Loper Link. Uh, Paul, what else is uh, on the agenda that catches your eye that will uh, impact UNK? Well, I think the biggest thing for us um, from a conference perspective is is talking about the future of the MIAA and our membership. Uh, Right now, we have 14 member institutions. They're scattered all over uh, our part of the country, you know, all the way from Nebraska down to Oklahoma over to St. Louis and into Kansas. But, um, you know, with these 14 schools, only 12 of them play in the conference in football. And so we have two that are given kind of an out to be able to play in another conference. And so we're going to have some discussions about what to do with Southwest Baptist University and, and Lincoln. 
um, that will be an area of concern and for us because you know they they play in our conference in every other sport but football and so there becomes a question of competitive advantage for them and uh, change of all obviously the the sports schedule for us because right now we have a locked conference which or a closed conference which means that we have 11 conference games and it would be nice for us to get a couple non-conference games or be able to play some some money games against schools that be willing to pay us to come and play them so that's a an agenda item and then the other one is 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 other members other schools that want to join the MIAA and so trying to decide on those and strategically look at the future of the league not just for you know 18 19 but more more than anything uh you know academic year 1920 and 2021. So the future is is ahead of us and we've got to make some of these decisions that are in the betterment for for all of our schools, but we hope that it plays a role in helping UNK and our competitiveness and and, and where we fit in this league. You know, Paul, sometimes the home team gets to decide what time you're going to play, you know, and sometimes the conference decides that. My, my question to you is Nebraska Kearney in basketball has had to play some games on Thursdays take a day off and play on Saturday, where it might be better when they travel a long distance into Oklahoma that they would play back-to-back games on a Friday, Saturday. Is there any, any thought of that or talk of that about being able to have each individual school that travels make a decision on that? Well, Jim, you hit a hot, uh, a hot topic for us, and in some cases it's pretty sensitive because when we were in the, the RMAC, we were playing our men's and women's basketball game double headers on Friday and Saturday. And we turn around and come into the MIAA and all of our, all of our travel is set up based upon a Thursday night game and then a Saturday game. And, um, and then, you know, we at UNK wanted to play some Saturday night games so that we could draw a better, better crowd and get some good attendance. And, so as the time went along, we started to see other schools move their games from Thursday to Wednesday, and this is typically happening at schools that are close to one another. And so, you know, the schools in the in the proximity of Kansas City are able to manipulate their game days and game times, and so they're playing Wednesday, they rest Thursday, Friday, and then they play Saturday. Well, that's because they can get back to their home they can stay in their own beds. They can practice in their own gyms and and make the quick one day trip or half a day trip. And, and in our case, we're significantly at a disadvantage because we have to travel so far. And uh, and so right now the conference schedule is set up for, for Thursdays, Saturdays, and then the game times on Saturdays have to be during the afternoon because teams don't want to drive in the dead of night in the winter. So in either case. That's an area of concern for us because we're going against schools that can move their schedules around. We're locked in with Thursday, Saturday because of our, you know, the way way we have to travel, and uh, it makes it hard on our coaches from a competitive perspective. And so, we're trying to get some uniformity to things and kind of try to neutralize the playing field if you can. But uh, as you can imagine, it's politics, and uh, some of the schools around the Kansas City area don't want to give up that that control. We, on the other hand, hope that they can think a little bit differently and be a little bit more fair in the scheduling. So there's some merit to what you say, Jim, but there's also other opportunities that we'd like to lock in so that it's uniform, consistent, and, and fair across the board. 
talking with UNK Athletic Director Dr. Paul Plinsky here on the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN Radio. Paul, uh, UNK shares a lot of facilities and has some of their facilities shared with Kearney High and, and the city of Kearney. Uh, we know that that happens with uh, track. We know that that happens uh, with football on the, on the flip side of that. Uh, it also happens with baseball and softball. We have the new Patriot Park out there on the edge of town. Uh, you, you share the memorial field and renovations and things like that. Uh, is, is everything smooth right there? Are all the home venues where they want to be? Are we seeing any facility uh, uh, improvements, upgrades, changes here in the upcoming next year or two? Well, I'll tell you, we're really fortunate that we've got such a great relationship with Kearney Public Schools and uh, and the city of Kearney, and just very thankful that that the, the high school has allowed us to come down there and utilize their track and, and swimming facility. We are hosting the outdoor track and field championships, by which we'll have about 750 participants on May second, uh, third, and fourth this spring. That'll be held at the high school, so. You know, we're thankful for that. Um, we're also thankful for the fact that, you know, the Kearney High Bearcats were undefeated at, at Foster Field. And, you know, we put in new state-of-the-art synthetic turf, and they were able to enjoy that. Um, you know, the Lopers were able to win a couple games there along with our, our soccer program. And so, you know, for us, it's it's uh, hopefully a, a unique city space that we're excited about. And, you know, obviously we have the Shriner All-Star Game, and we're working on extending that contract with them for future years. But, um, you know, it's, it's for us, we, we are in a conference that puts an emphasis on facilities, and uh, they call it the arms race. And so we're constantly looking to do more things. We've got some upgrades that we've got to do and continue to do at Cope Stadium. Uh, we've got some things in the Cushing uh, Fieldhouse. And then, you know, in the areas that a lot of people don't notice with regard to weight training and, and sports medicine, we've got some upgrades that are happening there. But the difficulty for all this is that it's got to be stuff that we we generate the revenue for um, because, you know, we're in, a, in some tough economic times in the state. But uh, we've got we've got to go out and try to solicit some private some support from people. So people have been really receptive. They see the value and how we, we share with the high school and how we, um, you know, utilize our facilities for, for local, regional, and national events. And so it's exciting for us to be able to, to, to do these types of upgrades. But we've got some things in, uh, underway. We're planning these things, but a lot of them will have to do with funding. And, and, and when that gets lined up, we'll be able to make some announcements for, for the public. Cool. UNK Athletic Director Dr. Paul Plinsky with us here for another couple minutes on the Doug and Daddy Show. He's in Indianapolis at the uh, NCAA meetings. Uh, Paul, the, uh, there's always something going on this Saturday. We do have the Upper Deck Club uh, banquet for the uh, UNK baseball team, a huge fundraiser for them. Yeah, I tell you, Coach Day and his wife, Jessica, do an incredible job with this. And, and they're on to their 11th year of the, of the banquet held down at the Eunice Conference Center. Um, I plan on being down there and in the evening after our, our doubleheader basketball game with Missouri Western and the Health and Sports Center. But, uh, you know, auction events, anything live and silent, but, uh, but also an opportunity for people just to, to be a part of a, a celebratory moment to uh, recognize our seniors from last year, but also, you know, be able to contribute to a, a program that has, um, you know, financial needs like we all do, but they've worked really hard at, at putting this thing together, and I'm excited to see them, you know, in this event on Saturday night. And 
you know, kind of kicks off the year for them with them uh, going to Metro State in Denver to play on February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So it'll be a, a good start to the 2018 campaign. And, Paul, uh, just kind of the state of the Lopers, uh, the uh, first semester is now behind us. Second semester is uh, is up here. Again, a lot of things are going well. Uh, we know basketball is home this week. The wrestling team was home last week. Uh, they'll go to Hayes, uh, swimming track. We've talked about a lot of these things. Tennis will get going, and baseball and softball, the spring starting to, to wrap up. And uh, what we saw in the fall with another outstanding volleyball team, an improvement in the football program, and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, give you a couple minutes here to just kind of give a state of the athletic department department as 2018 begins well the fall was good you know it wasn't it's never going to be as great as we want it to be until we we win that ultimate prize and uh conference and national title but i was really proud of volleyball they had a great year uh once again and uh coach squires continues to just impress with his ability to to create a, a strong collective culture that that uh wins at a very high level you know, Chloe Roberts was in her first year as her soccer coach. She uh, made some good strides and uh, shows that this program is moving in the right direction. Um, our cross-country programs were, were fourth and fifth in the MIAA and and uh, had a nice year. And then football won three games, and I think Coach Lynn would tell you that he feels like he was a shy, uh, a shy play away here or there from winning four or five games. So right now we sit at six place in the MIAA Commissioner's Cup standings. You know, out of 14 schools, I'm, I'm pleased with sixth. Uh, our goal is to be, you know, top six for sure and move up to the top three at some point in time. But, you know, the winter sports season are off to a, a real nice start. Women's basketball with 12 and three is, is surging right now. Uh, men's basketball is struggling, but they've, they've really worked hard and, and pushed through some injuries. But uh, both programs have eight out of their last 12 games at home. So excited to watch them put it together. Um, wrestling is deep and talented. And if you ever want to see a team uh, that, that has a chance to win a national title, it's this one. They've got it. Um, and now it's just a matter of putting the pieces together. And and so watching track as a young and talented group, getting ready to host the outdoor conference and then swimming, you know, a smaller team, but they're awfully effective. Um, you know, it's neat to see this whole thing come together right now. Uh, we did get our final grade reports back from the fall, and uh, our average student-athlete grade point average was above a 3.20, which is another remarkable testament to uh, the caliber of student-athletes that we have in our program. And so we're excited about our position. We know we still got work to do, and, and the MIAA is going to stand in our way, but we're going we're gonna to keep pushing. And and uh, lastly is, you know, we've got to – we've really got to uh, – rally when we when we get notice of the budget cuts that come and things aren't good in the state of nebraska right now um we didn't choose you know the particular situation that we're in and we're we're definitely being told what we need to do so so we need to address it um and we're going to do it with honesty and care for our people but uh at the same time nothing is final at this point in time and we're just going to keep plugging away and try to do our best to compete in the MIAA, perform well in the classroom and, and make a difference in the, the city of Kearney. So. All right, Paul, well, we'll let you get back to the uh, work and hopefully a little entertainment out there in Indianapolis, and uh, we'll see you probably Saturday at the baseball banquet. I appreciate the time. 
That'd be great, Doug. Jim, thank you. And uh, remember, no all work, no play. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for your support. And uh, dude, look forward to seeing you Saturday night. Bring us back a souvenir. All right, go Lopers. <laughs> we'll see you, Paul. Dr. Paul Plinsky, Athletic Director at the University of Nebraska Kearney, joining us on our Loper link. UNK wrestler Jared Hendricks is the Wrestler of the Week in the MIAA for the second consecutive week. He's won 14 in a row. He won all three of his matches uh, over the Midwest Duels on Saturday. The Lopers won all three of their matches. They'll be at Fort Hay State on Friday. The uh, Aqua Lopers closed out its home slate, falling to Adams State uh, this last Saturday up at Kearney High. Uh, UNK doesn't have a senior on the roster. It's very, very young, as we've talked with Coach about that in the past. They'll have two more meets uh, beginning uh, this weekend, going to Grinnell College, and then they go to the uh, RMAC Championships because the MIAA doesn't have a swimming. They're an affiliate member there, and they go to Texas for that uh, next month. So that's what's going on for the uh, swimming department. As we said, the basketball teams are home this week, uh, beginning with Northwest Missouri State, who has one of the greatest all-time players in Justin Pitts, National Player of the Year. They've uh, been number one, and uh, they will come in for the men and women's. The women's team uh, kind of on the other side of that, but that doubleheader begins uh, Thursday, tomorrow night at 5.30, and then they're home against Missouri Western Saturday afternoon at 2 and 4. Uh, the Lopers split their games uh, last week. On Saturday with uh, Fort Hayes State, the women winning against Fort Hayes for the first time in 14 tries. Mackenzie Brown had a, a personal best with 28 points in the game, and the men fell in that contest. And the UNK track and field team was at the Graduate Classic in Lincoln. Uh, Fairfield senior Bailey Stapleman led the way, winning the pole vault with a career-best 16-5 and a quarter. That is third in UNK history, and it is currently a second on the national list. Uh, Grant Myers of UNK was runner-up in that event. Uh, Holly Bauer, runner-up in the weight throw. Uh, Colorado junior Michaela Hoffman uh, did seventh in the 60 hurdles among some of the folks that uh, were able to stand out. They'll head to Doan this Saturday for the annual Scott Nicely Memorial Classic. So that is our Loper link. When we come back, the rest of the day's sports. And in a few minutes, we'll catch up with Boys Town boys basketball coach Tom Crable to talk about this weekend's Nebraska Prep Classic down at Ralston and next week's Centennial Conference Basketball Tournament. So stay with us. 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. ESPN Radio Superstation 1460 and 1550 Weather Eye Weather is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Rich Peters and Matt Myers on North 2nd Avenue in Kearney. 
One play can change momentum in a game. Field goal attempt for the corner with 1.6 seconds to play. Now he launches up a shot at the buzzer. And one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. He hits it! A three-point field goal with the state championship. That's why you should see Rich Peters and Matt Myers, your Farm Bureau agents. They can bundle your car and home together into a single policy. So, if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire... You'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to Farm Bureau agents Rich Peters and Matt Myers today and see how simple it can be. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC. Affiliates, Farm Bureau Financial Services. Here is your Tri-Cities weather forecast. We'll see sunshine throughout the area today, highs near 35. And winds will stay from the southwest between 10 and 15. And then for tonight, skies will stay mostly clear, lows near 15, with a west wind at 5 to 10. Sunshine expected once again on Thursday, highs in the upper 40s, with a west wind around 5. Sunny on Friday with highs near 53. From the WeatherEye Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle. Right now it's 19. Daddy's show, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. If you're getting ready for lunch, the Carney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill doesn't mess around. It is a Wednesday. That means gourmet burger night tonight from 5 to 10. Only $7 for an 8-ounce fresh black Angus beef burger, the Rage and Cajun, the Western Burger, the Double Bacon, the South of the Border, the Totally Jack, any of them, along with fries for only 7 bucks, And you can enjoy a 16-ounce domestic draft with your burger for only a dollar. And, of course, you can get the gourmet burger anytime. It's there on the menu for you, but every Wednesday night it is the special. They have specials every lunch and every evening, seven days a week. You can enjoy the great burgers, pizza, chicken wings, uh, salads, appetizers, ice-cold beverages, all there for you while you're watching your favorite sporting events, relaxing, playing some keno, enjoying the... uh, fun room, the game room downstairs, play some pool, play some darts, play some air hockey, all at the Kearney Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, the best of both worlds in downtown Kearney. Uh, For a couple of other uh, sporting notes, we want to let you know that Hastings College Basketball is home tonight as they take on Briarcliff. You can hear the games at 6 and 8 o'clock on 1230 AM KHAS and Hastings Chandra Farmer uh, from St. Cecilia is the GPAC Conference Women's Basketball Player of the week and the Gatorade Nebraska Volleyball Player of the Year is Jayla Zimmerman out of Malcolm High School. Of course, uh, took them to the state finals a year ago. They were eliminated in the first round of the state tournament this year, and she is going to go on and play her volleyball at Creighton. So congratulations there. And then Nebraska football news. Uh, Casey Rogers is the latest commit, 6'5", 240-pound defensive end that uh, comes out of Avon, Connecticut, and uh, he will be committing to the Nebraska football team. He is the first high school player to commit to the Huskers since the early signing period back on December 20th, uh, making that 
on Twitter last night. And then uh, Anthony Banderas will be the latest Banderas to suit up for the Huskers. Of course, his father, Tom, his brother, Josh, uh, he's one of the many kids from Lincoln Southwest. They're going to end up walking on uh, for the Huskers. So they've got a pretty good connection there. But this one on a couple of three different levels. Yeah, no kidding. You know, hey, we're going to talk you know, about the boys' centennial conference basketball here pretty quick, Doug. And you know what's interesting to me, Doug, about this is the fact that Boys Town is the ninth seed. They don't even get to play a home court in the Benny Bracket game. And they're C1 ranked number five. Can you imagine that? Just trying to think that how many times have you had a C1 team ranked like that, Doug, in the normally that would be the number one seed. And, you know, you're talking about uh, 11 teams in the conference. That conference has always been extremely tough. And you've got Newman and Scotus in there in the 6'11". And, uh, you know, Boys Town's got that player that plays for West Virginia now. You know, so uh, what a program they've had over the years. Your thoughts on a number one seed, <laughs> a number nine seed, Doug, being ranked fifth in the Omar World Herald. Well, we have seen that before with some of these uh, Centennial Conference teams. Like we said, all the girls' teams had winning records, and uh, so uh, somebody like a Carney Catholic who was 10-3 and three when the seeds came out plays in the bunny bracket, yeah. plays at home on, on Monday night, and you take a look at a Boys Town team. Uh, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Uh, they, you know, again, who's on the team, who's not on the team. It's not like they've lost to all top 10 teams. I mean, they lost to 7 and 6 Bishop Newman, 6 and 8 Omaha Gross, who's Class B. I get it. Then they lost to Platteview, who's been spending some time at the top of Class B with York Elkhorn, who's 4 and 8. They lost by four points to them. And then they lost to Omaha Ron Colley. And uh, they won on opening night against Omaha Concordia. Uh, their last time out, they beat Lincoln Christian in overtime. It's not like they have a signature win. Tom will probably tell us more about that uh, coming up in a little bit as well. Yeah. And Central Catholic ends up being the number one seed, and Saint Cecilia number two. So the two schools in our area, you know, are the one and two seeds in the in the boys' side of that. So, so yeah, that's that's what we've got going on there for uh, Boys Town. They're setting it uh, five and five uh, so far on the season. Also, uh, College World Series uh, tickets are kind of available. Uh, here's fans can apply for season tickets to the CWS under a new selection process. Officials announced yesterday that fans who apply online by midnight on March 1st will be eligible for a random drawing to buy up to four season tickets. People can apply at NCAA.com backslash CWS tickets. The number of tickets available will be based on existing season ticket holder renewals. The names drawn for season tickets will receive email notice by March 6th. Now, uh, the new process replaces the waiting list, which ended last year. After all, waiting list members were given the option to purchase tickets. Costs range from 425 to 493 with those seats then renewable every year. So if you go to the College World Series all the time and you want to get some good seats, you want to be reserved and you want to have those tickets, this is an opportunity to do that. Go to NCAA.com and check it out at the College World Series site. Yeah, very interesting that they got those. You know, I'll tell you, Doug, that was, that's always a fun thing to watch, too. And I'll tell you what, those people that usually get them, they usually if they can sell them to somebody else or, you know, uh, give them away if they want to, uh, if somebody's always wanting tickets to the World Series. Let's take a look at our Midtown Mart cooler question. Midtown Mart of Hastings, home of the coldest beer and coolest topics. We asked you yesterday if Nebraska will ever make it back to the NCAA tournament with Tim Miles as coach. A little more optimism. 63% of you said yes. 37% said no, that Nebraska will not make the NCAA tournament under Tim Miles. We had Chris Baznet on yesterday. He thinks they can do it this year. 
No, I think they got a shot at it. They've got to get a couple signature wins, and they've probably got to finish in the top five. But they've got a chance that they've got to be able to score a little bit more. And it seems like they got the thing resolved with the player. they got a guy who's coming back now after uh, missing two games. And uh, I hope things turn out well. We'll see how Jordy Shimanga his role. We'll see what his role is tomorrow night when the Huskers host 23rd-ranked Michigan. Today's question, which of Nebraska's Florida rivals – did or do you dislike the most? We've had this kind of football question on a variety of, of uh, schools over the years. And so today we ask you, which of Nebraska's Florida rivals did you dislike the most? Florida, Florida State, or Miami of Florida? Uh, that one's easy for me. That one is really easy. And there's no doubt it's the Miami Hurricanes. Florida wasn't a rival except for one year uh, when Steve Spurrier in Nebraska thumped them uh, down in the Fiesta Bowl. Florida State always did it with class, and we all like Bobby Bowden. But no, we didn't really care for Howard Schnellenberger. We didn't like the way things ended in the 84 Orange Bowl to cap the 83 season. We didn't like Jimmy Johnson going down there. We didn't like Nebraska being shut out, although that is what helped turn the tide for Nebraska for uh, Coach Tom Osborne, uh, getting more speed, changing the way that they, they played football a little bit. Well, you know, Nebraska was – the Big 8 conference was set to go to the Orange Bowl. So every year Nebraska won the Orange Bowl, it seemed like we'd have we'd play somebody. And one year, you know, we had to play Oklahoma again, and that really made Tom Osborne upset. I was probably the upset I've ever seen him as far as a bowl selection. And then he has to play Miami, and that was always a home game for Miami. So, you know, the you know, I, I agree with you, Doug. I'm going with the Miami Hurricanes. You can vote on our Midtown Mark Cooler question anytime at ESPNSuperstation.com. Also up on Twitter, you can send us your tweets at ESPN1460-1550. Well, also going on in Omaha slash Ralston is the Nebraska Prep Classic going to do it again this Saturday and uh, one of the organizers of the event is also the head coach of Boys Town who's made treks out here for the Heartland Hoops Classic. They had a home and home for a couple of years with Kearney Catholic and uh, also uh, see them from time to time at the Centennial Conference Tournament and the State Tournament. Tom Crable joins us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Doug to Jim Langan. Coach, hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Well, we're ready to talk a little talk a little basketball. Uh, what's what's Boys Town got in front of them here? You're kind of on a ten day break. Yeah, we uh, we kind of plan it that way. Coming off of a of a home visit that uh, our kids are like, guys are like college guys. They go home for for two weeks. Um, so we're playing better. We're we're getting eligible. We're getting healthy. We're getting um, kind of our roster stabilized, like we always do this time of year, and. Um, we got some good young players that are that are starting to figure some things out and uh, starting to figure me out, which is not always easy um, on what I want and demand. So, uh, but so we we feel like we're on an upswing. How different is the team uh, for second semester than the one you had for first semester? Um, uh, well, we had an injury, uh, a pretty big injury to our big guy, and and so that's forcing me to play a sophomore kid that's six five, and it's funny how that works out where. These young guys come in and they perform well and they make me look good and and uh, so Uzziah Freeman's doing that right now um, and then we've had uh, another kid that's been a three year starter go through a knee problem it doesn't look like he's going to come back so uh, it's a little bit different um, for injury reasons not necessarily for discipline reasons and then we have a couple of youngsters that uh, came to Boys Town in just kind of normal fashion that had to sit the first semester and we're trying to figure out if they're um, capable of playing any varsity minutes and it looks like they might be able to. You know, Coach, I was just talking off the, before you got on about Boys Town being the ninth seed and the ranked number five in C1. And I remember a couple of years ago, <laughs> GICC won the tournament and they beat, in order, the C1 number one ranked team, 
followed by the C2 number one ranked team. And then it got easier. In the finals, <laughs> yeah. In the finals, they beat the C1 number two ranked team. And, and I think Grand Island Center Catholic was ranked like six in the state that year. And they were in the bunny bracket. Your thoughts on being in right. the bunny bracket. And you, you don't even get to host. Yeah, right. It's, it's not, nothing new for us. Uh, in fact, I think we've played pretty well coming out of there over the years. Um, and, you know, that's just a product of our, of our early season schedule and how tough it is um, and really how good our conference is. I mean, you're talking about good traditions, good coaches, good players, um, and just, just all around good basketball in our conference. Well, you see a team like Columbus Scotus that's winning a state title just a couple of years ago, and they're the 11th seed, Carney Catholic. Yeah. Carney Catholic comes in. Uh, just give us your overview of, of what the conference looks like in your eyes right now. I think it's a lot of parity. I mean, I, I, you know, good luck picking who's going to be there on, uh, on Saturday night. I mean, I just think anybody can beat anybody on this particular year. Um, you know, I, I thought last year there was a pretty good divide between maybe the top four or five and everybody else. But this year, that's not the case. I mean, uh, you know, upstarts like Concordia are very good. Um, you know, SCOTUS is, what, a 10th seed? And they, they gave us everything we wanted um, when we played them here a couple weeks ago. So um, I just I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I hope we can get to the GICC game out there and, and see my friends out there in GI and, and play them and, and be tough. But I don't know who to tell you who to look for. Maybe we're the sleeper. I don't know. I hope we are the sleeper. <laughs> Tom Crable's the head coach of the uh, Boys Town uh, Cowboys, and uh, we'll talk about the Nebraska Prep Classic here in a moment. But, Tom, there is a slight east-west here in this Centennial Conference. It covers a, a good chunk of the eastern half of the state. Is the basketball different that Central Catholic, St. Cecilia, Kearney Catholic now in the conference play compared to what you'll see there in the in the metro area? Oh, I... No, I don't know that it's that big a difference. Um, you know, the, the coaches are so established. I mean, we, we kind of know what we're going to get with a, with a Coach Ashton or, and a Coach Martinez out there. And I think the same way is here with myself and Coach Weiss and some of the guys that have been around for a long time. So I don't know that the basketball is, you know, different. I, I just think it's really a lot of good quality, a lot of good players. Um, it, you know, we may try to play a little more up-tempo than most in our conference, but I'm not sure that's – East or West, I think that's more like who we are. And, um, but I really, really have a lot of respect for, uh, for what's going on out there in the West. I'd like to see a day where we all have to play each other. I mean, that's just kind of my feeling about it, and I've been pretty vocal, is that we're having a hard time finding games. We've got one of the best conferences in the state. Why not play everybody? So just my thought. Well, it would definitely be something with the wild card points, Jimmy. Well, I, and I know right now, I mean, I've talked to Rick Petrie at Kearney Catholic and, and their schedule, too. They're having trouble finding games, too, because, you know, they've been um, – they're out of the Luplak Conference now and joined a new conference. So they probably would be right. before that, too, you know what I mean, to get that and make that work. And I think that's a, a great point. You want to play everybody in your conference if you can. Yeah, I mean, we're just we're just so we're so balanced and so good, and um, it's just going to make you better. I mean, it's going to make us have to coach better and, and be better if we have to go out every year and play St. Cecilia and GICC and and the Lincoln Lutherans of the world and the Christians of the world. So, Tom, let's talk about Saturday's uh, Prep Classic. Uh, kind of recap how you thought it went you know, sure. last year, and and if there's anything that's really different this year outside of some of the teams. Um, no, there's nothing. Um, Structurally, there's it's nothing different. There's eight games, and and uh, we've tried to put the best matchups we could. Things that are interesting to people, interesting to those schools. Um, I want to say thanks to the to the coaches and the uh, athletic directors that 
agreed to play in this. This is not easy. Basketball schedules are not easy to manipulate. And to have a willingness to go in and, you know, be in a, something like Tino's deal or, or our deal to, for the betterment of kids in basketball, that, that says a lot about those coaches and ADs. Um, but, no, there's nothing really different. And if you got a second, I'll run through the matchups. You bet. Um, you know, first off, Elkhorn and St. Albert's, Council of St. Albert's. Um, then we're going to play Wayne, um, which I know – you know, my guy's not going to blow a kiss to me this year. So that's it. Those that know it, that story. Um, and then Harlan against Carney Catholic, which we think is a going to be an interesting matchup and a good matchup. I know Carney's kind of struggled this year, but I have a feeling they're going to play pretty good. Um, and then Gretna and Harlan girls. Um, and then you get into the kind of the, the main events here, Gretna versus Winnebago, and that's going to be a crazy environment, I think. Um, and then Platteview and Alcorn girls, which have two big-time recruits in there. And then you get into Platteview uh, with Brady Hyman, the Nebraska recruit in Omaha South. And then you get into Bellevue West against Denver East, who's got a kid. Denver East has a kid named Dalen Koontz, who's a Colorado signee and their best player in Colorado. So good, good day of basketball. And uh, kind of folks in this area would say, how comparable is it to the Heartland Hoops Classic? Uh, how do they get a ticket? What's the cost? Uh, what do they need to do? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's basically the same as a state tournament. I think eight and six to get in. Um, you just show up, buy a ticket. Um, there's nothing online yet. Um, it is the uh, uh, same thing as the, the Heartland Hoops. One ticket gets you in the entire day. So I think it's a pretty good bargain if you want to come over, uh, shop a little bit, go around Omaha, and then take in the basketball games in which you, whatever game you want to see. Tom, and I totally agree with you what you said about the 80s and the coaches' willingness because sometimes the time frame doesn't maybe work you know, for them. They, they, I'd rather play. We'd rather play at 6. Why come you're playing at 10? I, I, know <laughs> right. how, I know how that goes. And also the willingness. There's a, you know, half these teams are going to lose, and they've got good oh, yeah. teams. You, know, you look at a Gretna you know, who's playing a Winnebago, and you know, Gretna later on in the season is playing Ponca. You know, so yeah. you know, you're talking about, hey, the willingness to, to improve basketball, and hey, maybe they'll gain some by winning, you know, but they've also taken that risk that they could lose a couple games, and there's their wild card down the drain. So you, know, you, yeah. you, you, you made a great point there, the willingness to do this, and it's better for yeah, basketball. It was the it was the earliest that this uh, schedule was set. I mean, my role in this is to kind of call the coaches and and uh, you know strong arm them or convince them that this is good. And and uh, they I didn't have to do any of that. And these we're already starting to get calls from coaches that want to want to go next year and be in in this event. Which I just, again it just shows how much basketball is growing in this state and uh, and kind of how fun it's going to be down the next couple of years. Tommy, anything else the folks that are coming down need to know? Nope, just dress warm. I can't, I can't get my dog to go outside. It's, it's, it's crazy here how cold it is. So it's, I hope it's, hope it's a little warmer in Kearney or Grand Island. Jeez. Well, let's hope that so. uh, the kids sh- uh, can warm things up with some hot shooting on Saturday. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon, Tom. Thanks for Absolutely. giving us time. Thanks, guys. You bet. Anytime. Tom Crable Bye. here on the Doug and Daddy Show, head coach at uh, Boys Town. Uh, got a lot of hats that he uh, takes care of and uh, does a great job there. Uh, Tom's a lot more fun to talk to on the radio than he is right after I call a foul on one of his players. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Tom, Tom can give you the look, brother. 
Tom yes, can yes, give you the look. Can. There's no doubt about it. And hey, if you're going down, don't forget the River City Hunting, Fishing, RV, and Boat Expo going on at the Max Center in Council Bluffs just across the river, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you're going down for the weekend and you can catch some basketball and then maybe you can catch something over at the Expo. Free parking, something for every member of the family. There's Kids Archery, the Daisy BB Gun Exhibit, Interactive Fishing. There's a seminar speakers from walleye fishing to mushroom hunting to bird hunting to black bear hunting to dogs and kennels, and it's all there for you. And you can find out more at RiverCityExpo.com, RiverCityExpo.com. And let's give you another chance. Uh, if you want to go down, you've made the decision to, to get some tickets. I'll give you a family four-pack if you call right now, 888 455 3776-888-455-3776. A family four-pack is yours to the River City Hunting, Fishing, RV, and Boat Expo this weekend at the Mid-America Center. I'm a business owner, and we called Carney Creighton Block when we needed a new and inviting-looking driveway. We called Carney Creighton Block when we decided to do a fire pit and patio. You should be calling Carney Creighton Block and Christensen Concrete for all your concrete and masonry supplies. Let the professionals help you enhance the beauty and value of your home and business. Carney Creighton Block and Christensen Concrete Products, building generations one block at a time. Since customer service and quality is what we obsess about here at Apple Bell Restaurant, located just inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we want you to know that we are all about spending time with family, and that means food. So we will do the cooking. Come see us. Fried chicken dinner? No problem. Homemade pies and other desserts? Yep, we've got you covered. How about just taking a break over the weekend for a nice breakfast and lunch buffet? Okay, we got that too. And we'll do the dishes. So enjoy your family. Come see us at Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sat Brothers Travel Center off I-80, Odessa. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Start the day out at 9 with South Loop and U10. Then it's Hastings, St. Cecilia and O'Neill. At 12.30, Omaha South and York. Mid-afternoon, Gretna and Ponca. 4 o'clock, Grand Island Central Catholic in Winnebago. 5.45, it's Omaha Scott taking on Aurora. Then it's prime time with Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy at 7.30. And the entire day's action capped off with Plaqueville versus Crete at about 9.15. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. The reality of today's real estate market is that there are more buyers than listings. Preparation plus the resources afforded by OneRocky.com can put you in the home you want, while delaying could cost you both dollars and the home you want. OneRocky.com, the right website. OneRocky.com, the right smartphone app. Rocky Geyser, the right real estate agent. This is Rocky Geyser. If you're not on OneRocky.com, you're not on the right website. If you care, call Rocky Geyser, because he does. OneRocky.com. 
Back at Daddy's show on this Wednesday. Tomorrow we're going to catch up uh, with uh, a member of that 1998 Kearney High State Wrestling Championship team. Uh, three-time state champion David Miller is going to join us. He's among those that will be back for the Kearney-Columbus duel tomorrow night that you'll hear here on ESPN at 7 o'clock. And uh, they honor the 1998 uh, championship team. We will also uh, have a little Lou Platt Conference wrestling for you on uh, Saturday afternoon, getting underway around 1.30, 2 o'clock, the finals from uh, St. Paul. Well, successful farmers must make good decisions every day and in pivot irrigation, the choice is simple. TNL's exclusive hydraulically powered pivot irrigation systems are like no other. Tough, reliable, cost-effective irrigation that's been working in the Midwest and throughout the world for over 60 years. Let that irrigation experience work for you. You can talk to Kyle Stewart at RK Irrigation in Grand Island and Palmer or Derek Wagner at Wagner Irrigation in Holdridge or find your local TL dealer at TLIRR.com. You can also find out all of what's going on in the world of TNL, whether it's new, whether it's something that's been tried and true for a number of years that you want to put in your field. TNL irrigation systems are like no other. Well, some interesting basketball, a lot of basketball action uh, going on last night. Arcadia Loop City boys, Pleasanton girls remain undefeated with wins last night while Sutton beat Ravenna, but uh, still looking forward to that Ravenna at Loop City, Arcadia Loop City in Loop City on Friday night on Classic Hits 98.9. Yeah, if you're undefeated this time of year, you've got yourself a heck of a basketball team, I'll tell you that right now, and uh, you're doing things the correct way, and some of these teams with one loss or two losses that have played a really tough schedule, too, have got things rolling, too. So you look at that a little bit both ways. Some of these teams that are undefeated have, have got a couple wins, you know, uh, key huge wins, maybe sometimes in overtime even, Doug, you know, to, 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 to remain undefeated. So, uh, But this time of year, if you're undefeated, there's not many that are out there right now. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, also uh, in the Tri-Cities last night, uh, Donovan Trumbull swept Kearney Catholic. And, again, we, we grin a little bit. Uh, are you going to invite him back? Are you going to invite him back, Lou Platt? I mean, it, we sat here and told you. We sat here and told you. And, and now do you get as much satisfaction? I mean, great job, Donovan Trumbull. This isn't a shot at them. It's actually a shot at the whole conference. Uh, but uh, it's something we've discussed quite a bit here. And great job, Donovan Trumbull wins the boys' game 61-52, and the girls win in overtime 42-38. to And especially for the girls, that helps and possibly changes up the way the seeding and the brackets come out for the Lou Platt next week. Yeah, um, you know, I actually officiated that game last night, Doug. But, you know, I talked to the Donovan Trumbull AD a little bit, and we just talked a little bit about that situation you talked about, about um, the Carney Catholic not being in the conference. And he said, you know, there's a lot of coaches that wanted him in. You know, it was a lot of different, a lot of different people were involved in that. And sometimes it might have been a superintendent from one school. It could have been an AD from one school. It could have been a school board from another school that makes those decisions. It's not the people sometimes that have to vote. You know, they might have been a closed door meeting said, hey, we really want to stay in with this isn't fair. In a closed door meeting, they might have been saying those things. But when they come out and they, they make a vote, uh, you vote the way that that school tells you to vote. So that's, that's kind of the politics of what goes on sometimes in that area. So, well, that's what fired me up in the beginning who yeah. told him what to vote yeah the school yeah coaches are part of the school I, I totally agree but you know that and just just like Doug you know there's people that uh, when you sometimes you'll go hey I want to play in the um, Tino's Heartland Hoops Classic I want to we would like to play that it's on a Saturday guess what else is on that Saturday a lot of stuff. District wrestling. Yeah. So when you you know you're saying hey you're well why don't they well, we 
why don't we go to the wrestling that day? Our school, we got a wrestling tournament that day. That's not fair taking the boys' basketball team only because the girls don't play that day. You know, that's a boys' tournament only. So you, there's a lot of things, and a lot of people have a different opinion. Uh, you and I have an opinion one way, and that is, hey, our opinion is, yep, the boys can go this way, let the girls go this way, let the wrestlers go that way. You and I both feel that way, but not everybody feels that way. you know. And, and you, So you have to get people to say, yeah, it's fine to do this, and, and we're willing to make that move. Yeah. When you get the opportunity for uh, something special, you should – Probably take that opportunity. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I would. I, I would think you know. And plus, you know, it, it's 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 for kids, and you can make it work. You can say, hey, you know, our wrestlers. There any way we we'd like to watch that wrestling meet that from ten to two? Is there any way we could play after two o'clock and make our fans could get there and go to attend both things? So you know, there's a way to make that work. And uh, um, I'm, I'm like you, but um, it, it is controversial. Uh, it was at the time uh, because of the location and the Carney Catholic was been a member for a long time. I think I believe given. Ravana, uh, Loop City, not Loop City, Arcadia, but Loop City, you know, uh, St. Paul. The, uh, Centura was a member in 67, but those other group had been there for quite a long time. Wood River was an original member, you know, at the, the Loop Platte. In fact, uh, St. Cecilia and GICC were members of the Loop Platte Conference at one time, Doug. Yeah, that, it, there's always changes, and then if the next generation kind of forgets, oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought that was the way it always was. Yeah, Fullerton was a member. Albion was a member. You know, there's been some different members in the Loop Platte, and then we got new ones in now. So Burwell? Yes, Burwell. Yeah, Burwell was one of the biggest schools in the country. They're Class B, Doug, when it started in 1960. <laughs> yeah, the Ashman boys were playing for Burwell there, and that was a tough win. You know, to beat Burwell was a really Dick tough win. Dick and Carl? Win. Yes, Dick and Carl Ashman. Gotta watch out, yeah, man. Yeah, one of those guys started for the Huskers, you yeah. know, at offensive yeah. line, the University of Nebraska, yeah. So, yeah, but they that, didn't let him wear his cowboy hat then, though, did they? Uh, no, just but, a helmet. But I'm pretty sure no one made fun of him. No, you know, yeah, hey, just, you do no. whatever you hey, hey no, you wear no, whatever no, you no, want no, to wear. No, hey, I'm not making fun job. of those boots. Yeah, I don't, I, those cowboy boots he wore. They I tell you what, no one had to ask. Hey, whose cowboy boots are these? We knew whose size that was. That was his. <laughs> those were his boots. Yeah. Uh, getting back to a couple more in basketball. Heck of a game in Grand Island last night. Central Catholic boys uh, went double overtime to beat Northwest fifty-eight fifty-four. That's a that's a good. Uh, if you have to play somebody in your own city, that's. That's about as good as it can get. Yeah, right now, Grand Island Northwest is playing pretty well. They beat Adam Central, I believe, on Friday night, you know, at home, and then they turned around and played Central Catholic. So those, uh, the, yeah, no doubt, uh, Adams, uh, Grand Island Northwest is starting to play pretty good basketball right now. There's somebody you don't want to play. Uh, the, earlier in the season, they were struggling a little bit. You know, they didn't get a lot of wins, but right now they seem to be playing fairly well. Well, looking forward to these conference tournaments again. Uh, a few uh, get going uh, next week. The Crossroads is going, or the uh, – uh, Goldenrod going on uh, this week, and then uh, quite a few next week, and a bunch like the Lou Platt and the Fort Kearney, which we will be covering uh, January 29th through February the 3rd. Uh, the FKC finals are here on ESPN. The Lou Platt finals, classic hits, 98 9, semifinals, and finals. We'll take a break. Be back with more on the Doug and Daddy Show in a moment. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low cost, quality protection, claim service second to none. And if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. 
slipping, sliding, spinning tires? Winter weather in Nebraska is here. And Platte Valley Auto and Collision Center is here to help to get you through it. 4x4s, remote starts, heated seats. Tell the team at Platte Valley Auto what you need in a car, truck, or SUV, and they'll get you and keep you moving down the road. If you get in a fender bender, even a major repair job, Platte Valley Auto's Collision Center is here when you need it most. Visit Platte Valley Auto in Lexington and Top of the Hill Carney and PlatteValleyAuto.com. Pottawatomie County Pheasants Forever presents the 16th Annual River City Hunting, Fishing, Boat and RV Expo, January the 19th through the 21st. Get hooked with fishing experts, gear up for your first big hunt, or browse the comforts of what could be your brand new RV. With every paid admission, Edwards Motorsports and RVs will give you one free entry into this year's 2018 CF Moto Seaforce 400 4x4 ATV giveaway. Whichever your favorite pastime happens to be, there's no better place to discover, shop, and experience everything outdoors than this year's River City Hunting, Fishing, Boat, and RV Expo, January 19th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, where parking is always free. Thank you, Daddy Show, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Glad to have you along with us. I don't ever want to hear this song on this show again. We'll see. I have to say that once in a while just to fire Ryan up. <laughs> this is a song we don't want to hear. Yeah. I don't think he likes any of the music I pick, even when it is good stuff. No, when it is good stuff. I just like to say that about, what, once a month? Well, I'll tell you once what. Once a month, like, what are you doing? Keep me on my toes. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, Doug will give me the, I guess, the nickname of this team. You know, what, what's their nickname? You know, like we had to look up one for the Nebraska, whoever Nebraska bowls against, we never know who what their nickname is. But when you start saying, hey, guess who sings this song? It's got to be a pretty old one for me to get it. <laughs> we are here in the Midway Auto Dealership broadcast booth. Midway, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Midway, Chrysler. Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and the Midway Auto Outlet. Right now, over 50 new Ram trucks in stock, over 50 new Jeeps in stock to choose from at your Chrysler dealership. Check out the newly redesigned thinkmidway.com as well. Easier for the customer to use and personalized for each customer. It is pretty amazing what you can do in this day and age. And uh, whether you need some work on your vehicle, looking for a new vehicle, or just pleased as peaches with that vehicle that you just purchased. Uh, Midway will take care of you. Go to thinkmidway.com and be sure to follow them along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. As they start a new year, they have big discounts on the remaining 2017s in stock. Chevy Fast Start through uh, today actually means the factory has added an additional 2000 in rebates to remaining 2017s on the lot. So check it out at your Midway auto dealership. Now, Doug, who's the number one team in the nation in bowling? We talked about it yesterday. McKendry. McKendry. And, you know, Nebraska was and they lost to McKendry. McKendry was number one in the preseason. And then you know, Nebraska overtook him. All right. And you guys know what their nickname is, right? You guys know the nickname, right? The like Clouds. And what did you think, McKendry? McKendry Clouds. What do you got? I don't got. Oh, boy. I'll say Cougars. I'll yeah. say something that's, simple. That's great. They're, they're the Bearcats, just like Carney High. Bearcats. Everybody knows that. They wear those jackets all over the place when they bowl. <laughs> uh, at least they're sponsored, right? 
least they're sponsored. Hey, remember, folks, uh, we talked about it with Dr. Paul Plinsky. The UNK Upper Deck Club Baseball Banquet is on Saturday night out at the Eunice Conference Center here in Kearney. If you would like to attend, uh, check it out at lopers.com, and you can check out all the uh, live and silent auction items ahead of time. Make your notes. Uh, you can even bid on those items as well with your phone, and that'll be part of the process as it has been the last few years out for the UNK Upper Deck Club Baseball Banquet. You can find out more information at lopers.com or check it out on the Facebook page as well. We want to thank the athletic director at the University of Nebraska at Kearney, Dr. Paul Plinsky, for joining us on our Loper link today. He's out at the NCAA meetings in Indianapolis. Also to Boys Town, boys basketball coach Tom Crable talking about his team this Saturday's Nebraska Prep Classic in Ralston and then next week's Centennial Conference Tournament. Tomorrow, David Miller, three-time state wrestling champion and part of the 98 Kearney High team will join us. We're also expecting to chat with Adam Carricker again for the first time since uh, 2018 rolled around as part of our Doug and Daddy show tomorrow. Jimmy, see you on Friday. Yep. Take care, Doug. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can hear the podcast at ESPNSuperstation.com at any time, and we will see you tomorrow on the Doug and Daddy show. You've been listening to a Doug and Daddy podcast brought to you by Cunningham's Journal. Cunningham's Journal, the only bar you need to know in Carnage. Oh, darling, I feel like amazing. Don't make me do that again. Game over.